0: welcome back to vibe check I'm Liz and I'm Chloe and blues here <laughs> yes this so today's episode we're gonna do more of like a life update one and we have some fun additions as well oh my gosh yeah what
1: are you gonna be doing Liz What am I going to be doing? Oh. Oh. I was like, you mean in life? Because I don't know. (laughs) I will be giving out my Twitter draft, which is a dark web of sass and honestly just disdain. Sass and disdain is really (laughs) what's on the side. Yes. Most of it's like, I'll see something stupid online or just in life in general and I'll like make a tweet about it that's very bitter. And then I like, like I reread it a couple times and I'm like, um, Should I? And I'm like, maybe for another day. So I put it in my dress. And sometimes I treat them, sometimes I don't. Most of the time I don't. Because I'm pretty sure there's like at least like 30 in there right oh now. Oh, God. Just chilling. Yeah. And
0: then we'll also be doing like a My First Time, similar to the YouTube version. So we oh, could yeah. clickbait you guys.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, there's still going to be answers. We could do what? Isn't there like an app thing for that? Like on, on Instagram where we can just like hit a random thingy and it would be like, i ask a random question.
0: Yeah. yeah, we can try that too. But yeah, so first life update, my boyfriend, Elden, got a dog. And now she's chewing in the background. (laughs) She loves water bottles. Her name is Blue. She is an Australian cattle dog. And her variation is a blue healer. We call her Blue. And also like Pokemon Blue and Red. And um, Elden loves Jurassic Park. So it's the dinosaur Blue. Uh, Aww.
1: Yeah. I know because I told Logan about it. Which Logan is my boyfriend Dalton's sister. Mm. She has a healer. Joker's now like five, maybe yeah. I think she said. And I was, she was like, oh, what'd, she na- what'd they name it? And I was like, blue. She goes, I hate it when they <laughs> I was like, "What? there? You have another one that's red, so they named it red, so it's red and blue. She goes, okay, I like that more. I was like, yeah. okay.
0: So Elden's parents also adopted her brother, and they had already decided to name it red. So it was kind of that's like, so cute. Well, if his name is red, I feel like we just kind of have to, we do, have blue. to do blue. Another dog name we were considering was Luna
1: oh Yeah.
0: She looks like a blue though. Yeah. And she was of that, huh? Blue. That's how I always
1: get her to like look at me when I'm like on the Snapchat and like be cute. They learn pretty quick about like phones and what's looking at them when mm-hmm. it comes to cameras. So we've had her for about a month
0: and she's out, um, about 12 weeks old, to so three months old now. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I would say within like the first week, like she knows when the camera's on her. Like yeah. even when, even if it's like she's looking out the window and I'll point my phone out her and I'm just
1: like, going to take a picture she like will turn around. Hmm. She's like get my good angle. <laughs> That's how Casey is like my mom takes so many pictures of Casey now that like Casey does this thing where she like lifts her chin and it's amazing to me because I'm like babe you know your angles damn because every single time like my mom what was it she had like on a dress or something my mom was gonna put it on snapchatters mm-hmm. and then she like got close to her with her phone and Casey just went, lifted her head, looked at my mom. I was like, "You fucking bitch! Like you know, you know exactly that, you, that you're here for the clout, and that's it." She said, "No double chin." No, She's, Casey. Mm. She said, "Call me Kylie Jenner, baby." <laughs> She's Casey. Honestly, okay, I don't like small dogs. But Casey's She's honestly cute. so chill. She's so chill. I like, really like she her. doesn't like yip at really anybody. She no. doesn't like
0: all right, so Liz, how's school?
1: School is honestly, it's just like my effort is there, obviously, for my like major classes. I'm in like <laughs> I'm in like one business class right now that's kind of like shits and gigs just to get my my stuff for my arts management class, and then I'm all done with that. But it's just like, it's the urgency just doesn't really feel like it's there anymore because we're online. And like, my thing was in spring, and I think you can relate to it, where it's like in spring, you just kind of were just like, but one more semester to go, and that's all that matters to me. I kind of like being online though because I like go to the park and just do my stuff and like go to class online while like at the park well and that's
0: like something that like definitely during this whole like pandemic quarantine thing I've really like because I've always been an outdoorsy person I was in the scouts I had a garden growing up like my name little literally means little green plant (laughs) but it's like being like in my apartment like yeah there's like an outdoor space and like we have a porch but it's like I'm, I swear, I have to look, look at my lease again, but I'm pretty sure it's, like, you no know, furniture on the porch, and it's, like, do I really want to buy porch stuff for a porch that's, like, not even mine? Yeah. Because then it's, like, then my neighbors could also, like, use it, and it's, like, I don't think they would do anything, but, like, I don't want to deal with that.
1: But still, it's, like, the whole idea of, like, having a porch and not being able to, like, be comfy on it.
0: Well, yeah, and like during this pandemic, like that's something I really come to value is just like outdoor time, like mm-hmm. being outside and like how important it is because, like, with my job like, working from home, like, I love working from home, but it's yeah. also such a transition because, like, the space I work in is like also the space that like, I was used to, like, relaxing in yeah. and like, in and, like decompressing. Yeah. And so now it's like I can't really even, like, do that because I'm like here like all the time we're like at my boyfriend's so like what I've been doing a lot is like going for like long walks and like mm-hmm. I've been like running on and off but it just like it makes such a big difference and um like yesterday I went to go Down Park and I just walked there and then I you know I like downloaded I re downloaded Headspace and doing like, yeah. a meditation because there's like, a fountain there and I'm like uh I cannot wait, like, either, like, live in a better place, (laughs) hopefully with Liz, and, like, have, like, a porch and, like, maybe a yard, but even just, like, a balcony and, like, a nice apartment would be, like, such a, such a huge, like, upgrade.
1: And everything that we've been looking at so far has a yard or a porch, at least, because I think we both agreed that We don't, yeah. That we don't want something that's just like, oh, here's a new build with no space of outside for yourself. I mean, yeah, pool would be nice, but it's also like, "Eh," at what cost? Like, I we've gone this long without a pool, so.
0: Well, and it's one of those too, where it's like, even if it was like you know one of those stupid brand new luxury gentrification buildings. Yes, it's (laughs) like that. One of that was one of the issues is you know people are paying you know a thousand dollars at least per person. It's not even like per apartment. It's per person a lot of these For like pets. luxury yeah. places and part of that is you know oh they're gonna have a coffee machine and a fitness room and a gym and they can't even use that right now because of COVID yeah and maybe like it's reopened but it's like
1: but still, that's, like, such a bullshit thing, Those too, are the because, amenities like, you're paying yeah, for. Yeah, that's what you're paying for, and you can't even use it. That's the part that gets me, where it's just knowing that if we had a place where we can have, like, our own little porch or our own little backyard, I wouldn't—we can go get mums and shit. Oh, my gosh. You know?
0: Okay, so walking through, like, downtown Victorian Village in the okay. last, like, week, I'm like, I
1: need to get ferns.
0: Yes. Like, ferns are so beautiful. I don't really have any of my bajillion plants.
1: There's this place on um, home that Eve gets hers, and they're giant. They're giant, yeah. and they last all summer. Plus, they're really nice for privacy because if they're so big, then you can't see.
0: Well, yeah, and I feel like. Well, wait, do ferns die? Yeah, but yeah, so um, we're like looking, and like, we don't really know like what's gonna happen in the future. But either uh, someone's boyfriend is going <laughs> to Liz, not mine, not mine, not <laughs> <That> mine. <could. laughs> he would literally have a heart attack. His mom, like, listen. Like, um, Pardon me. What? You guys are moving in. Either like Dalt could live with us, or maybe my friend Allie, or we would have a sixth podcast. yeah no, <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> Which would
0: be honestly pretty cool. One thing I just feel like we have to touch on this before we get the other thing. Oh yes. So <laughs> if you've like ever listened to our podcast, you just happen to know we're political. Oh my god. If you happen to ever. <laughs> my name is Chloe, and one of my majors was political science and <laughs> undergrad. Like Literally like that bitch. But, like, I think like two things, really hot topics, is one, Brianna Taylor, Ugh. and two, um, passing
1: of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yes. And did you see and the, the nomination? Yeah, the nomination apparently is part of a religious group that literally inspired The ma- Handmaid's Tale. Yep. Isn't that it terrifying?
0: today? Trump nominated Amy Coney Barrett to the Supreme Court, which is really interesting. And like, yeah, she has all these, um, mo- she's a mother of seven, a constitutional scholar and a esteemed law professor. Her prior writings and judicial opinions show she'll interpret the law fairly and impartially. That is what... Mike DeWine said about her today. And he supports her. Most Republicans are supporting her. but well,
1: DeWine's Republican. Quote, Republican. Yes.
0: But it just, like, as Liz said, it's like, if you guys don't know The Handmaid's Tale, please read it. It's a really good book. It's one of the most popular feminist pieces mm-hmm. of the literature. They also have a Hulu series, which... Draws a lot from the book, but I feel like they took it to the next level. Still yeah, very good, though. Very but good. basically, like, women don't have rights anymore, and they basically become a second-class citizen, and if you are a doctor, Jewish, and I think a scientist mm-hmm. or a reporter, they also kill you, yeah. and basically the whole society transitions to a biblical basis, where if, if you are, if you are past the heat, the heat thing, you're over. Oh, out. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, menopause? Yes, thank you. I think it was menstruation. Oh, I,
1: (laughs) I, you said heat, and I was like, yes. (laughs) Yes. I
0: was Hot flashes. (laughs) I was like, hypothermia then. Okay, anyway, so if you're past, like, menopause, you become, like, a Martha, and you make sure you're at the mate, and you take care of this family. Then, there's, like, the lady at the house, which I forget their, like, classic title, but they wear, like, the blue. Yeah. And, like, that's if you're selected to be like somebody's like wife and it's like very rare. You're like the commander's wife or whatever. Yeah. And then pretty much every other woman that is able to give birth, um, becomes a handmaid and they wear red. So basically like these there's something happened like with pollution, where women are unable to conceive. So the US birth numbers,
1: like, you know, hit Damn like it. an all time yeah. low and it's very hard to conceive a child. So, which they come honestly up, as a first world country, we have terrible rates of death at birth. Yeah, with infant mothers. mortality, yeah.
0: especially in the black community. And it's just like, yeah, that's great. And but. so, like, their solution to this is basically every like three or so years, they just rotate these women between households and try to, like like try to get them pregnant and it's like this whole ritual and it's off of the Ruth passage and yes be- be-
1: I don't know how to say it but I know the passage that you're yes. talking about and I can always see it in writing but I don't know how to say it just because you know grew up Kathleen we don't study the bible <laughs> <laughs>
0: what's the bible so like basically like it's like this sex ritual and they do it like once a month and it's with the handmaid and basically se- like all like sex is just for like pop, like just, population. Yeah, there's no pleasure like handmaids are there to just serve like and it's just it's a very like eye-opening thing because a the author like goes through a lot of like republican thought like margaret mm-hmm. atwood that's author's name and like this so this is a common thing too that we've also discussed is when it comes to like marriage the reason why a lot of republicans don't support support gay marriage is because marriage is the entity to produce a child
1: that's the so. only reason why you get married and yes. i had this conversation before where it was like it was with a family member member who is like hardcore catholic i don't understand what's so hard to accept somebody jesus said to love everybody no matter what like that's mm-hmm. literally the whole motto i don't understand how can you say that marriage between somebody that is just man and woman is something that's not real but that's the whole idea of marriage marriage is literally just so you can reproduce mm-hmm. Which is insane to me because if there is a study, and I don't, there probably is, and there's probably numbers, but if there really is, if that's the whole reason why, like, I don't want to group everybody into the whole, like, Christian thing, but I am, I'm going to group everybody into Christian. If you're just getting married because you want to reproduce, not because you actually love somebody, like, unconditionally, That's fucked up. Yeah, and I
0: feel like that's the thing, too. They settle. They're like,
1: oh, this is good enough. Like, I'm fertile. Go
0: ahead. Is like, that's how they, like, justify not supporting gay marriage. But it's like, if you were just trying to reproduce, I feel like you would do, like, what is more common nowadays to not get married and just have children. Either way, I feel like, and, like, that's the thing that's, like, when you watch like, especially when you, when you read it, it hits, but I don't know, it's, like, certain passages hit really hard, but also, like, in the show, just seeing it visually, mm-hmm. and it's just, like... It's like,
1: one thing to talk like, about it, and one thing to see it.
0: You're like cattle, basically. You really are. Like And they're just trying to impregnate you, and then once you get pregnant... You know, it's such a blessing. Everyone's so happy. But then they like strip the baby from you and it becomes that like the lady of the house. And you, you know, it's so traumatic and you basically, you know, after a few months get passed on the next one and the cycle just continues. And if you have had a child, you can become a lady now, but the whole process is just really like messed up.
1: It's really messed up and the part of it that's, Terrifying is like we said. It's based off of actual readings and like Republican thought, and that's the part that's terrifying. Where there are people that actually believe that yeah. that's okay.
0: Yeah, and this judge that Trump mm-hmm. just nominated, like she believes this. Mm-hmm. Like, like a lot they, of it was funded of off, of off of her. I, re-
1: I remember the last time I went to church, and it was the last time that I went. This was a very, this is a good, a very long time ago. It was like going to church for me. I, I kept trying to get a message in like the homilies and the readings and seeing if like there was something more just because at it, this is probably around like sophomore year of my like college and there was a reading and it talked about how the family like the nuclear family mold is that for in a family it goes God the man and then the woman and the kids. Mm-hmm. And that just really fucked me up because I was like, no, in a marriage, it is 50-50. It is not the man and then me. And it should never be that way. And if you honestly think that way and you get married that way, you're a sexist pig and you probably don't deserve anything. <laughs> so you're very lucky that somebody lets you put your your thingy in her hoo-ha because you don't deserve it.
0: Well, and that's one of the things too. Like that is sometimes all from the same thought process too. Like that's the patriarchy like, yeah. right there. And like children we talked about this before it was like on the gay rights podcast we talked about pride but it mm-hmm. was like or the one right before that but like children also don't have rights because children are seen as property in this. yes like children are the lowest level and it just like I don't know it just like one of those things where it's like I feel like <sighs> this pandemic has been so eye-opening yeah but I feel like you, you know there there's just lots of times for your thought there's a lot there is a lot of time for you to like think. Think and unravel things. Yeah, and it's like, even being a teenager, like, for example, I've been watching Jersey Shore. That's where my (laughs) trash, my my choice of trash TV is reset and, like, I remember, like, kids saying, like, yeah, buddy, at school, and, like, we were in fourth or fifth grade, and mm-hmm. that's when the show came out, and watching it now, because I never watched it, it was on, like, cable, yeah, and I cannot believe that, like, like, children are watching this, because, like, the whole show is not getting fucked up, it's, you know, a lot of, like, hooking up, get, doing drugs, sexualizing mm-hmm. women, like, objectifying women, and, you know, it is, it is a fun show, and, like, it's
1: entertaining to the point where it's, like, Haha, I would never do any of these
0: things. Yeah, but like as like a child or even like a young adult, it's like you don't have – like a lot of those critical thinking skills and that cognition that like think through this Mm -hmm. and like this is not real life like this is not normalized behavior. Instead
1: you take it to heart and you're like this is normal everyday life.
0: Yeah you're like oh like this is what adults do like they get drunk literally every single day they get arrested they fight with their partners they you know. And
1: I feel like that's very evident with like our generation especially like right now in college I feel like so many there are so many like relationships that you see with it and I hate I hate to say this because I know that it's not something that you should say about women but like there's always like that one psycho girlfriend that like just like flips out for no reason and like and I understand that has deeper things and other past traumas yeah. and stuff but it's more acceptable in relationships now and it just feels weird yeah
0: for the girl to freak out yeah it's like
1: and then that goes you know
0: in the gender roles too because it's like you know if a guy acts like that then it's like you know me too yeah it, and you know like that's called a police but it's like you know, like, girls can also be abusive. Yeah, and that's a conversation that, yeah, and
1: I feel like that's a conversation that gets, like, swept under the rug a lot, too, Mm -hmm. but it's just, like, I don't know, it's a very generational thing where it's, like, I know the people that I used to, like, look up to that were older than me, like, they didn't have, like, the same, I don't know, generational things, and I feel like because a lot of our generation watched, reality tv that was trash like on on mtv they thought that those kind of behaviors were like okay and stuff and and i and i don't i say this because i'm not a very big alcohol person i'm just not like i every once in a while like i'll have it every once in a while but every single time that i do it i'll I'll usually like drink way too much and throw up and that's just how it is because i don't drink that much but it's just like the people that constantly get black out every single weekend that's not how you do it and the campus right now is ridiculous going through campus i was driving through was disgusting because there are so many house parties going on right now with way more than 10 people their ugly tuna was packed to the brim no one wearing a mask and it's just like guys seriously like well, and I, I don't think get it. these
0: shows, like, have led to, like, those Tendencies. unhealthy, like, coping mechanisms, but, you know, drinking is also, like, normalized in college, getting fucked up is yeah. normalized in college, and right before this, I was actually watching the Paris Hilton documentary, This is Paris, that just got out on YouTube. Yeah, 2. so that's
1: the one where she's like, yo, like, I'm not dumb, it's just an act. Yeah. Which, like, I've always
0: really liked Paris Hilton. I've never watched A Simple Life, and it's not really on for streaming, but she's, like, hinting it will come out, which I'm mm-hmm. excited to see. But it's, like, I remember i don't know. I don't really know how I got into her. I just heard her see her on the news, and I was, like, oh, like, this, like, she seems really cool, really glamorous lady. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, she was just, like, oh, like, this lady has cool vibes. But, like, watching it, like, she gets into that because— there's a period in her life like when her parents shipped her off to boarding school Mm -hmm. and she went through all these traumatic experiences there and something that's because like that becomes like the whole like part of the documentary is her talking through that and like why she is the way she is but oh something that either like she she said or like one of the other survivors was that when you go through abuse at such a young age you normalize that Mm -hmm. and you normalize like that is how a relationship should be and like she talked about like when she was dating, like, Nick Carter, and, like, there was all yeah. those pictures of her being bruised, and she, they said, how many abusive relationships have you been, and she said five, and I think for a lot of young women, too, it's, like, Ron and Sammy, like, that unhealthy relationship, but even yeah, even, like, so Edward people, and Bella, yeah. to a certain extent, like, that, like, and even how we talk about sex, you know, like, oh, I'm gonna pound that, I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit that, yeah. like, I'm, like, I'm gonna tap that, like, we, like, violence and sex are, like, very heavily linked, and I feel like, Violence is normalized in relationships too, and like there's something like, oh yeah, like choke me, and like that's something you're into, yeah. Like
1: kinks are different, but like, yeah, not trying to kink shame anybody, but no. it's like with some, like, but some, the terms of which we use on a regular basis that's outside of kinks are more geared toward violence, yeah. And it's like, and that's like a really
0: interesting theory that I read in some of like my like political classes is just like how violence, especially with the increase of the porn industry, has mm-hmm, been used yeah. to like. C- you know continue to like, objectify women yes and like there's different types of oppression and I'm not trying to say like every single person is always oppressed but it's like but there's, there's different types yeah there's these subliminal themes that you begin to see especially like coming from pop culture and media and then how it can take a, a role
1: and even a toll on your life I think the visit biggest example I have in my life is Dalton's. One of Dalton's close friends, she was in the porn industry, and it was mainly because her family. She was from Nova Scotia, and her family is very abusive, very manipulative, and she just needed out of that situation. So she came to America, and she was like 16, and of course, the only thing that she could do to make money was was porn. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's a gateway to most women, and it it's like the last resort it's money that's what they do and she she started speaking up about like how things were in the porn industry and like how people um whether it be like they grab you or the whole idea while you're doing these shots is, yeah, it's it's a lot more glamorous on these shots than what it really is in real life. And that's mm-hmm. just how it always is going to be, that, which is why I think so many people have problems. Unhealthy, unhealthy expectations. Unhealthy expectations for sex as well, because you watch these porn things, and they're posed and shot at a certain angle to make it look appealing. When most people can't bend or do any of that shit in real life. Yeah, it's like it's, they're... they're per- well, not. It's a they're amateur. They're
0: yeah. not. i not. Everyone's an amateur, but like, they're they're professional porn stars. Yeah, they're they really are. are like, they are professionals. And I know, like, Mia Khalifa has like spoken up a lot, like in the last like, year or two about because, like, she went in at a very young age. Yeah. and she says all the time. And that's like, the thing—they
1: manipulate you. They yeah. get you at such an un- young age that you you make it normal. And the thing with like, and she everyone says, says that like you have a safe word, you're good, all this stuff. And there's some people that don't take it, that don't listen to you and don't respect your boundaries and stuff. And that's one of the reasons that she... So in the porn industry, which is another thing, um, women get tested so much more frequently mm-hmm. than men have to get tested. Yeah. And th- I mean, that's sac- sexism right there for you. And she was asked through a video with somebody that is... Mia. Um, no, this is Oh the number Yes, She was asked to do a video with somebody that does um videos with men and she said, I'm not doing a video with them unless they go get tested for HIV and everything else, mm-hmm. because that is a rampant thing. It's a whole community at risk first and second of all, men are not held to the same standards as women when it comes to testing, which is bullshit because mm-hmm. most of the time when stuff spreads. It's from a man because yeah. they have this stigma that going in tested is you know whatever. So she got a whole bunch of backlash about that publicly because she said that she wasn't going to have this video with this person saying that she was homophobic, all this stuff. And I was like, no, I am making sure that my body is okay. Like, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with if they prefer a man, whatever they prefer when it comes to their sexuality. I just need to make sure that I'm safe. And it got to the point where it was like so much bullying that she took her life and it was just like oh my gosh yeah really? yeah wow. that's because how many people are so violent like the biggest thing about women is like you say no to sex and you can be killed and that's like mm-hmm. an actual thing and yeah it wasn't on the hands of somebody else but like these men that were like saying the shit to her online so was disgusting Like, and that's exactly why she fell so deep into her depression. And it was like two weeks worth of like, just constant, like, oh, I'm gonna kill you, deserve to be dead, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. Because it's like, dude, okay, first of all, if you're trying to support a gay man, you shouldn't be making threats like that to other people's lives. Because if you think all lives are equal, then you obviously don't if you're gonna make death threats to people. yeah, It's just like, it's a very toxic world. In, well, in that industry, and, like, the whole idea of, like, sex and violence, is, they're mm-hmm. so close together.
0: Well, and maybe, and even in that instance, like, right there, you can see like she's an object. She's supposed yeah. to meet their requirements, their expectations for performance, and even, I think I saw a tweet today from Keemstar, I don't follow him. I just scale my yeah. mind, they're talking about Mia Khalifa, and how, you know, she, like, she says that she was, she never did it, like, you know, because it was so yeah. controlling, and, like, she was it, like, it's not like you're, like, you're very rarely are there one women directors or women even, like, there, at to, the help. Yeah. Like, there is, to help. Yeah, like, there to help with the It is a very male-controlled industry, very from the male gaze, male perspective, and. And the
1: women that are in it, it's very few and in between that are more geared towards feminist thinking. Yes,
0: and, like, it takes, like, you have to be, like, you know, very top level to, you know, demand that things, yes. make sure, like, um, what is it, like, Asa, Kara,
1: she's the one oh, like, yeah, that did yeah. all
0: YouTube videos, or, like, even Riley Reid, they've been, no, we want to do X, Y, and Z, I'm not doing this.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing, like, but if you I don't want to wanna say her name, okay, August Ames is who, oh, really, Dalton's friend was, yeah, oh. and she was big, yeah, and she had demands, and still, even just because you were a big name doesn't even it doesn't mean, mean like, like, she asked for, like, I forget what it was, like, a certain type of food, and they're, like, no, she's, mm-hmm. like, dude, like, I'm vegan, I would like something that's, like, on my, eat. like, I can eat, but no, who
0: cool. is insane. And, and it's one of those two Or oh, so back to the Keemstar thing, so... He, you know, he had a screenshot of an article saying like how she was she never did it, but then an article of her saying like, Oh, I, like she started in OnlyFans. Like the thing is just, like that's consent. the thing with OnlyFans and that is why I don't have one, but it's like I support people. No, that do. because it's
1: more about consent and comfortable in the lines yes, that are drawn because, are
0: drawn by you. Yes, because you're setting the boundaries, you're setting your schedule, you're like, you know who has like access to mm-hmm. you, you can control what type of content gets put out. Whereas like for example at Carousel in like one of her, her I think it was her first relationship you know he pushed her a lot into doing like the filming something easy. oh it'll never get released mm-hmm. like blah blah it blah, ends up getting released and you know she kind of set that model and you know Kim Kardashian followed it yeah. and so many other people have, like you know releasing this sex tape to get you know publicity but she's like I never wanted that release like that was without my consent, like it was traumatizing. It yeah. Was, and
1: it's just like, And that was bad. And what's bad now is that, that that's normalized, that it's seen as a type of publicity and not like stepping over somebody's personal boundaries, mm-hmm. which is insane. Or it's just like and then it goes
0: in like the whole of like the psychology behind all this. And I'm not saying that all sex workers have some deep sort seated trauma. But those most this. Or even these celebra- celebrities that feel, oh, I need to do X, Y, and Z so I can get famous. because mm-hmm. like, if I, if I went and was posting cleavage, ass shots, you get way more likes on that. And I yeah, don't know you do. If the algorithms promote
1: that, and that's the thing too, because like I post a picture of a freaking tree, nothing happens. But as soon as I post my face, oh well, the algorithms definitely do that.
0: Um, because and it's also the way your brain is geared is like you'll see faces, and so the algorithms yeah. pick that up. So like that's like why I know. At least on Twitter this is also a thing this week. This is your social media info for the week. But um on Twitter everyone's been testing the algorithm and they'll post like
1: Oh yeah, it's like, like a thing. It's of a life. really
0: like vertical, like they have almost an Instagram story like layout mm-hmm. and they'll put a black person on like the top and a white person on the bottom and they'll post the same picture, a white person on the top, black person on mm-hmm. the top, bottom. And they'll see like what the preview window becomes on Twitter, cause and it's always the white man, yes, every time. So it's interesting, too, like how even our technology and this goes into the you know, that classic race doesn't matter. It's like, yes, it, it does. It does.
1: It's embedded into our coding. It's embedded into our algorithms
0: of- Even facial recognition. Of, yeah. Because, like, that's a big thing, too. Like, I remember when iPhone, like, first came out with, like, the face unlock yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh, face ID. Pretty much any Asian person can unlock another Asian person because yeah. they did not take that into a factor. And uh, on the other hand, when it first came out, it could be different now, but, like, it was not recognizing black faces. And even, like, when it comes to, you know, tagging people on Facebook mm-hmm. or different things like that, like, if you're Black, you're less likely to be recognized. Yes. And... Even today, like, I was, this tweet has gone viral, too, where it's talking about how, you know, in the future, since we're going so much more online right now, that there will be, uh, like, algorithms to test your features in interviews, like, and not even, like, oh, she's smiling, like, she's happy, but, like, they are saying, like, if your nose is bigger, you have deep-seated eyes, like, um, the algorithm, you know, sees you as aggressive, which are more commonly, like, you know, black features. Yeah so it's very and this is like you know once again important of like this is why we need different people at the table in all spaces yes because you know if there's not that black perspective there's not a gay perspective there's not these different they don't get taken into account yeah because it's like everybody has had such a different life so it's like for example like where i work i work for the government Mm -hmm. so like if we want to serve our community we have to look at who's in our community Mm -hmm. our community I'm, you know, a white 20-year-old college graduate, like, not everybody in our community is white, female, yeah. cis, straight, like, yeah. so it's, like, we have to have different people, especially in communications, to represent that, so we can serve our residents. Yeah,
1: and that's, and that's just, I feel like, has been, like, the, I actually just wrote about this in my journal the other day, where it's <laughs> was, like, and I, and I know this sounds really extreme, and at the point... Of when I was writing it, it, it was more on the extreme side because I was just pissed off. Yeah. And, and it sounds extreme, but I, I just feel like the status quo of everything being just white man, it, like we're in 2020. It needs to stop. It needs to stop. And it has to stop. We can't have just the status quo always just being white male. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's so frustrating. And even getting into that, it's like the status quo is just being
0: white. Yes. And it's like, and I was reading this um, today. My friend Rihanna shared this on her Facebook, but it was talking about how um, every white person benefits from racism. Yes. Whether you like actually like think through it or not, but it's like even like little things, it's like, you know, I don't have to worry. I'm going to get followed around in the store. Yep. or, you know, Looked at I, don't, I have don't have to worry, different. I'm gonna get pulled over, you know, and it's, like, these, like, little things are, like, things that we don't even think about. And because like, we
1: don't experience it on the daily. Yeah, but
0: even, like, having, like, we've talked about this before in Resonates, even having a more of, like, a Black name or even mm-hmm. a feminine name, you know, that can affect your job, your job hunt. Like, yeah. John Smith, John Smith always gets the interview, but, you know, like, uh, Andrea Johnson, no. No. And, like, um, even, like, I, I see the tweets like this all the time when people saying like, oh, I didn't select the black box. I've applied to this job multiple times. And the one time mm-hmm. I didn't select that I was black, I got an interview. Yep. So, it just, like, do better. And basically, let's just talk about Breon Taylor before we, like, sum this up. Yeah. But, so, I have a Breon Taylor. I made, like, a whole Instagram story about this. But there were three cops involved. Only one of them was even charged with anything. And it didn't have anything to do with murder. Yes. And, you know, went through the whole court process, and he was charged with wanton endangerment, (laughs) which means that because he missed, because he missed, the walls are more important than her lives. Her neighbors, which could have possibly gotten hit by his bullet, are... Their lives are more important than the Black woman that was murdered. But I also want to address this because I was talking about this to Eldon, and I've seen this, like, in a lot of, like, tweets recently, too, of people saying, like, well, she was at an EMT and her boyfriend was dangerous. The thing is,
1: is it doesn't matter because— You are innocent until proven guilty. Yes. And you don't kill somebody just because even if they are guilty, you still don't fucking kill somebody. Also, like, I—people uh, are like, oh, well, she wasn't actually sleeping. No, but it was in the middle of the
0: night, and people were upset that her boyfriend also fired back.
1: But those are the same white people who say, if anybody ever comes on my property, I'm gonna shoot their ass. Okay, bitch, Some, somebody comes on your property and you shoot at them. Would it be the same as that case of you saying that? Because in this case, it's flip-flopped, and I, I, the, so asinine those kinds of people flip flop all the fucking time and a a good example and i hate to like take it away from her because she's so important like it's like that that thing going around viral where it's like this woman got tased at a football game because she wasn't wearing a mask false she did not get tased because she wasn't wearing a mask she got tased because she was told to either wear a mask and if you don't wear a mask leave the premises and because she was on school grounds they said to get off She was still there. She was on private property and trespassing, and also resisting arrest. So yeah, she got tased. And if it was the other way around, when it came to race, people would have said, "Well, maybe she shouldn't have
0: resisted. Maybe she should have done what the officer told her to." Like
1: you can't win with racism. Or even before
0: this whole pandemic, like, and I didn't say do masks work. Like not even going into that, but like you know, before this, it was, hey, like if this company wants to say. This speaker I'll say I'm mm, not making a yes. cake. They don't have to make a cake. It's and their business. And, shit and people were all about that shit too. And people support it. But now when businesses are saying if you don't wear a mask you have to leave or you have to wear a mask to be here, which is not always a business owner's choice. You know this is Sometimes at least in Ohio it's a state, state mandate. But it's like you know you guys do not like not you. Not trying to say you guys, but it's like you guys. It's like people want to like you know talk about all these freedoms, but then it only it only works in the way that they want it to. And yes. It's not. And I took a whole class on this. It was like theories of freedom or something. But um, like that's the whole thing. Is freedom is very it's a very very hard thing to define. It's one of uh, actually the hardest words to define. And there's so many different ways you can think of it and, and how I we think- use it in politics. But, like, you know, you can say freedom of expression, freedom to, like, talk, but then you can go on like, you know, freedom to choose things. Like, it's it's a very feel loose like, term.
1: And I feel like not only for that, but for white people specifically. Only if it benefits for, them. Only if it benefits them. If it is a, a minor inconvenience, then obviously it's the other way around. And I, yeah. I just, that's exactly what, I feel like this entire thing with the mask mandate has definitely proven to, like, to show the true colors of people, where it's, like, white people will flip their shit if it is a minor inconvenience and it's just like what like do you really think the world like owes you that much shit and imagine
0: and that's like one of those things where it's like you know they're allowed to freak out and like you know that's okay And like you know some people because of this have lost their businesses and stuff so there are becoming more consequences because of social media but yeah, everything's active. you know, if a black person reacts the same way, but even you know, if a, a disabled person yes. or or excuse me, a person with disabilities or you know, um a queer person, like yeah. if if more of our minorities react to the same way, they would be met with very harsh consequences. Absolutely. It's like and so like that right there is like white privilege. But to like wrap this up is If you want to support Breonna Taylor, um, go to justiceforbreedy.com. And even if you just Google like Breonna Taylor, like there's tons of sites, petitions, Um, you can read what her family is asking for. Also, you know, continue to call your local elected officials and you can also donate to the Louisiana or the Louisville Bail Fund. Because that night, like when this um, case broke this week, so many protesters were arrested. And, and the best
1: part, though, is that their bail was higher than the actual cop that got. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, it, not that's not insane, like a bit higher, man. but like. A substantial amount.
0: And then when it goes back to what we were talking earlier about women's rights and the new Supreme Court nomination is please vote
1: please, for the love of and, and like of we said, God. there are a lot of things at stake in this election. and Just really, I, cry. I know, just really take into account where your vote goes, well, who it goes to, will it make a difference?
0: Well, think about, like, the last, like, four years, and if you have, if you really don't want to talk about being inconvenienced, if you lost your health care, because Trump has slept has slash medicaid social
1: security if your grandparents don't get social security now can't meet their bills because their social security is slashing half well if Hello. you've
0: been unemployed and you've only received that one stimulus check, while they continue about big banks and big corporations, yep. At least, at least give Joe Biden a chance. At least, that's it. Like, because it's like with Trump, like we already know where it's going. We can't tell you where it's going, and it, it's not going to get better. No, and I—it's just going to continue to divide the nation. And I've seen this tweet too, where it's like, <laughs> America is literally a third-world country in a Gucci belt, and even just like like bring them you know like oh uh like in switzerland they um you know they get maternal leave for maternal and paternal leave for months and even which when is they, why they
1: have a smaller wage gap
0: yes and even like the men and women like when you know in the birthing room like there's two beds they both can see. there pampered. room service like spas like all of this and it's like last a few weeks i'm like damn like i really wish i would have like moved to a different country absolutely for graduation.
1: absolutely and it's just
0: like there's just so much at stake and this is a very liberal thought as well to vote and you know push for things that take care of other people because you know i'm not black i'm not disabled i'm not gay but, but i like, want to
1: make sure that the world's a better place for those for those people, people
0: because it's like, if, if we weren't fighting for their rights, then, you know, they're using be, our privilege. There wouldn't be wheelchair ramps at certain places. There wouldn't be, um, you know, more black people at the table, you know, there wouldn't be pride just, and things yeah. like that. And like, and like, let's normalize being different. And like, people want to talk to all about that. And they want to talk about their numbers and they like, oh, we've added this many black spots and, you know, OSU, like there's now like this, like this is diversity, but it's like, you're going to fucking names you know after they commit a crime but, but never a crime, white
1: person's never. never never have done that before never. but you're gonna do that the you know just the one time it happens to be black person. you we don't want you want to talk about shit that gets underneath your skin we already know that nolton is primarily racist. white and racist is the school of architecture for anyone which, that does it go to which OG. you know mama over here in city regional planning which is nolton um so my, my planning classes definitely have a lot more diversity which is fantastic to see that the people that i want to be part of the conversations and inclusion are diverse and different than me and i love it and i love going to those classes because it's very i can have conversations with people about things that i never really thought of or considered but um the class that I'm in right now is an architecture class but it is still counted as a city and regional planning class because there's three professors um one of them is my professor I had last semester in my planning class we we didn't meet like on zoom we were just like doing like little like discussion posts of like hey this Mm -hmm. is me this is what I want to do blah 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 and the course is understanding the underground railroad that Mm -hmm. happened throughout OSU and seeing if there's a way that we can get the path um, to be recognized and how do we do that? Do we do inclusion of people by asking what they want? It's a a very mobile and well, like it's a popular path and most people take that path almost every day going to class without even knowing it's actually all throughout um, campus and it's it starts over by Neil not Neil but like yeah by Neil Avenue down by the river and the signs, the historical signs, everything's run down, everything's overgrown, no one takes care of it. And it's just like this discussion where we have to talk about like, is it the hierarchy? Is it just people that don't know it exists and all this stuff? It, it, it's a very interesting thing. And right now we're going with the Siebert collection is how we are doing our research with this, which is not a very reliable source at all. Like we just had a woman talk about the Siebert collection from Ohio, Ohio history. And she was like, this is a very white, point of view of the Underground Railroad. And that was my biggest concern because it's like, you're going to talk about the Underground Railroad when all of our accounts are just white saviors instead of like actual personal accounts from people that were experiencing this. So that was very bothersome to me, first of all. Second of all, which is actually the most important point that I was trying to get to, is that you didn't meet on Zoom for two weeks and then we finally got on the third week and there is one, one Black person in our class. 30 people in that class all the rest are fucking white yeah that
0: is concerning the last report I read which was like a year or two ago there's only six percent of black students at Ohio State so it's it's what can we do to like uplift that but also I think the other thing is too is you have to consider like you know like wage gaps and no yeah absolutely people even getting admitted and because
1: Ohio all all colleges are like that where they they make it hard to grasp for anybody that from lower income at all and it's just like (laughs) a shout out woo
0: Okay um but yes please vote please register to vote I know we just did a whole voting episode like a whole voting like but do it like if you have registered vote if you have questions like please ask us and so now we're going to Transition into some lighter things, you know, and on a lighter note. Yeah. So Liz is gonna
1: <laughs> take it away with her drafted tweets. Let's see. I got I got a good bit. Do we would we like to start more from the oldest to the newest? Let's do that. I'm I'm very
0: excited to see these.
1: Well the first one first one is me quoting a tweet and it says the AI aims to make dolls more than sex toys. Now they can engage in conversation about everyday topics like baseball. And I quoted it and I said, not gonna lie, that's a nice touch. But what that mouth do, boo, you ain't got nothing on a real life head. <laughs> but then I said, no. <laughs> what else do we have? Um, okay, that one, like I had to go in through it. I wonder, oh, today we proceeded to pass two Catholic priests while Dalton sported a see you in hell t-shirt. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> classes haven't even started and my current boyfriend has already came and visited me more than my ex did all semester big yikes
0: <laughs> Jeez.
1: my great grandpa on sunday made a remark that i better be drinking only red rose tea because that's how he raised me and i now realize that i only have one tea bag left and nowhere in Sebus sells it so somebody please help. Love that. small town. Oh. Was Connor an asshole and do some dumb shit outside of the octagon? Yeah, but Khalib had it coming. That was the Kaleeb and McGregor fight because apparently oh, I was yeah. all about UFC how long ago. I was like, who? <laughs> My ex? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this one. This one's fun. Um, there was a tweet about, I believe, oh, 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 okay. I, the original tweet's not on here, but I do remember what it's about. It's about that, um, it's when Pete Davidson said something about that. Was it a, a congressman who used to be in the military and lost an eye, has an eye patch now? Do you remember that whole big thing? No. There was a big thing about it where he, like, talked about it on the Weekend Update, and he was just like, yeah, that one-eyed bitch or something like that. <laughs> and somebody was like, "This, that's disrespectful. How dare he say this on blah, blah, blah. And I quote, and I tweeted him, and I said, I guess if you can't take a joke, don't watch a sketch show. That sole purpose is to joke about current events. Just a thought. What else we got going on? I, I was... And most of these, I'm just bitchy, which is why I don't them because I get the people are gonna call me out on it. Um, I'm pretty sure a car let me cross the street simply because I looked at them angrily. <laughs> <laughs> Move. I've come to the conclusion that everyone's summer of 2016 was simultaneously the best summer of our lives. That's when Jake was popping graduated yeah. in high school. <laughs> One time I accidentally laid out my brother by lowering my shoulder a little bit too hard, and I'll never forget that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fucking Eric. I already know you probably fell over like a tree in a forest.
1: Actually, okay, so we were, like, standing over by my grandma's, like, patio porch, and Eric was, like, facing the road, so the grass was behind him, and he said something really smart-ass to me, and I remember it was my mom, Mike, Beave, my grandpa were all outside, and he said something real smart-ass to me, so I, like, checked him with my shoulder as I was walking by, and that bitch flew, like, (laughs) five feet. All right, give us one more for the road. Oh, let's see. (laughs) I okay not care what the hype about buying e-girls bath water is all about. My cat has been drinking my bath water for years, so.
0: That's like my personal
1: favorite. Right, this one. Trump supporters see a girl wearing a MAGA attire and can literally only muster, you're so pretty. Fuck that shit.
0: Small dick other It really is. All right. Are you ready to talk about your first time? Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, what's the first app you check when you wake up in the morning? Time hop. Mm, Liz is a very big time hop girl.
1: I like time hop. It lets me see what was going on for how many years prior. And then mm-hmm. after that goes Facebook. Okay, so mine- sounds very old lady. Mine
0: for the longest time was Twitter. But the last, like, week or so, I've been, like, a little Instagram whore.
1: Yeah, I guess we could say I'm an Instagram whore. Yeah. But the thing is, I turn off all my notifications. All my notifications are off on everything all besides off. phone calls. Phone Call. calls and
0: texts. Yeah, and Facebook Messenger because my grandma will Okay, first broken bone. I never had a broken bone. I've only ever broken my pinky toe. That's so specific. Why? <laughs> it's such a stupid story. I- <laughs> um well I made uh, chicken tenders and french fries from my <laughs> brothers, or my siblings, and I was carrying them. And at my house, they have like these really heavy ass plates. Like, Ugh. I think they're from like my mom's mom or something, or like a, like a thrift store, but they're heavy plates. And I was carrying these chicken tenders. I dropped the plate on my foot. And, like, you know, like, the rim of the plate that, like, yeah. props the plate up? That little, like, skinny bitch landed right on my toe, oh. full force. You know, a few french fries flew off. But it was, like, straight down. Like, gravity oh. was working that day. And, and then it was purple for a few months. And
1: you just yeah. said, eh. "Cause toes, you just stint them. You me, can't. Like, well, pinky toes, you can't really like, do anything. Just, if anyone's ever seen my pinky toe, it's like the Hunchback in Ochoa <laughs> That's the best way I can describe it.
0: Well, it's like, it's his first Instagram, Twitter, Facebook post. We ain't got to have it there.
1: I think, I'm pretty sure mine was something like, mind you, I don't know why my mother let me have a Facebook when I was like, what? 11, 10, mm-hmm. maybe 10, 11, 12, one of those ages, where it was like, on my time <laughs> it will come up and it'll be like, 10 years ago. And it's like, me being like, going to the football game with like oh my smiley faces and hearts. I'm like bitch why did you have to post that? That's stupid. Like that's what we use Facebook for at one boy. So I remember
0: so I don't my first tweet was something along the lines of like hey I'm on Twitter now and it was October 5th 2011. I remember that. Facebook don't remember. Instagram I remember wrong. though and it was a picture of me at my senior prom because I started it in April 2016. Oh my god that's so late. Yeah I just never wanted one and then I figured oh I'm going of college, I should get on here so I can like, yeah, my
1: friends. Um. Mine for Instagram was a picture of my. I'm very sure. <laughs> Ooh! Not like kinky. I was, was wearing started, shoes. Liz was starting her onlyfans <laughs> early. You like how shrek toes come over <laughs> my way?
0: Um, first makeup item.
1: Oh, I want to say that it was um. Oh god, the great lash. Oh yeah, like the, the pink and the a classic. Yeah, mascara. like that's it. But when it comes <laughs> like actual foundation, it was um bare minerals like the powder mm. shit. So like. I remember my aunt
0: like got me, and it was like in this blue. That was oh. my window. <laughs> it was in this blue container, and there's usually like makeup, but it was like little kid makeup. Which, if you have children, you better check that stuff because usually there's lots of toxins. So you're super buying adult makeup.
1: Yeah, and we eat that shit. Like, yes. you can't tell children. Every single girl has eaten lipstick. But it was like co- it was all these different colored lipsticks, like bright blue, oh. green, yellow. And I
0: remember, like, me and, like, my, like, in second grade, my mom and one of her co-workers, we, like, split a condo. We, like, lived there. But, like, mm-hmm. I remember all the girls were, like, yeah. it. And then my first foundation was, like, some, well, my mom's powder. But then I think it was, like, some Revlon one, and it was trash. But then my go-to, my classic, that I always go back to is like the cover girl and it's changed but it was like the OG one with the blue top.
1: Oh yeah, like I know exactly what you're yeah, talking it's like, about. Yeah. At last, it looks different fabulous. now. but, yeah.
0: Um first plane ride you ever went on.
1: My first plane ride was to Denver when I was fourth grade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a family trip to go see my family that lives in Colorado. The
0: first plane ride I ever went on was uh, for spring Break. Check out, you know, spring Break Horror yeah. Stories or the Roommate Horror Stories podcast. But I went to Hawaii. Um, Ten hours, baby. <laughs>
1: That's a long
0: ass. Um, first time I ever got in trouble at home and school. I would just use school. School's my part.
1: First time I ever got in trouble at school. I was, I was probably, I was a really big goody two-shoes for a hot minute. But the biggest, the first time that like really resonates with me that I like got in trouble is Probably in like fourth grade, I'm pretty sure. Like me and one of my friends would make fun of this. We would make fun of the substitute teacher <laughs> and I feel so bad. But her name was Miss Rose Papa and she had a list. Rose Papa? <laughs> Rose Papa and she had a fucking lisp. So she couldn't even say her fucking name. How'd she say it? Miss Rose Papa. <laughs> Liz, no. So I got in trouble and I had to go to detention for like two days because I made fun of her. <laughs> My,
0: oops <laughs> my first time was in third grade third grade was my bad year and i signed all my yellow and purple slips but i just <laughs> did not like my We've teacher all yeah like this is the same teacher i think i talked about this on pod once but i had just transferred from school district so like i was usually in like the Springfield school district and for like half of the year i went to mommy and then i went back to springfield because mm-hmm. we were moving around a lot and I, my second grade teacher mrs bailey was dope and my third grade teacher, Mrs. Crowe, fuck you. Because <laughs> um, literally the first day, like, she gives us multiplication, like, timesheet. Oh, she like, those things. She said, you know, all right, let's do this. And I, like, tell her, I'm like, I don't know these. She said, yeah, you did. You learned more last year. I said, no, I transferred schools. I only know addition. I don't know X's. And she was like, oh, you do. Like, just figure it out. Like, you're just know, And I literally added all of them. And she got mad. And I, I, I told her, look, like, I told you I didn't know this, and you forced me to do this. That's like, insane. And so we just got off on a long foot. So like that whole year, I, you know, was just wilding out. But I remember <laughs> it was just wilding. Out. There was this girl, Kelsey Dorfmeister. I'm gonna bloop name out, but <laughs> we won't know who you are, but I do. But we learned about Velcro that day in class, and I had Velcro on the back. But also, it's like why the fuck are you going to my shit? So we're all lined up at the door to like go to the bus. And not only did she just like undo the Velcro, because not like, you know, she just lifted it up and down, she's playing with yeah. it. She lifted it up and stuck her hand into my book bag. You never go through someone's shit. It's like the same as going through a, a woman's purse. Yeah. You don't do that. Don't so do I turned around and I backhanded her. Whole <laughs> face is red, she's crying. Like, you know, my teacher was pissed off. She's like, really? It's the end of the day. Like, she had a sign this. She's like, go home. I, like, sign this, but, yeah. But, bitch. Like, don't go to my up. shit. Um, first celebrity crush.
1: I'm, like, really searching back there who I thought I was don't,
0: I don't remember. Like, I don't really, like, remember this, but, like, my mom, like, she was, like, every time Aaron Carter would come on, I would, like, get up and, like, dance and stuff. And she was, like, that's but you like, vlog guys. I
1: didn't – I can't remember my first celebrity crush, but this is really embarrassing. But, um, <laughs> I do remember my first crush that I had, and this is – this is insane.
0: <gasps> oh, I told my first crush, too. This my, is cute. <laughs> my
1: first crush was, but it's not cute. It's just fucking weird. Um, so the volunteer fire department down in Barton, there was like this teenage boy that was going to be in college soon. And his How name old was were you? T- I was like four. Oh, my God. And his name was Ty Tinko. And I thought he was the hottest thing in the entire world. I is like, he really that hot? No, <laughs> I
0: don't know. Why. No, it's time.
1: I mean, now he's like an old he's, man. He's not old, but he's like thirty something now, and I'm like Jesus Christ, Liz. Like, I don't know if that's an indicator that I like older men. Dalton's only older than me by like two years, but still, it just seems Liz had daddy issues with ah. him. <laughs> ah.
0: Um. So my first crush. This is cute. And we'll, like, end um. we'll talk a little bit more, but this is, like, the last question. So, I went to preschool, and his name was Brandon or Brendan? I think Brandon.
1: Those both sound and very generational, correct? Like, yes. So generational. Fun.
0: And we were just in kindergarten, or kindergarten preschool, and he was, like, a you year younger than me, and he was also blonde, and he was just super cute, and we would, like, hold hands, and we, like, like, you know, they're like, little kid pet, and I remember, like, like, yeah, it was just, like, one of those, like, first crush things, and, like, our moms are friends, or they were friends, like, for a while, and he, um, he's a year younger than me, so I went on to kindergarten, yeah. and he was in preschool, and he cried, Aww. and it was, like, very rough, and, like, our moms would see each other, like, occasionally, like, talk, yeah, um, and then he went, to, we, we ended up going to the same Elementary School door, but then, you know, I did all that moving, yeah. and he had graduated, like, you know, graduated from elementary school, but I think he went to private school for that,
1: and I found him on Facebook once, and he was still, like, pretty cute. Isn't just, like, it fun, though? Well, in preschool, so, like, he, okay, so in preschool, our, man, let me restart. My mom and her friend Dana, they were, like, best friends all throughout high school. They did everything together. They were just weirdos together really close and then he had a son named Zach and then we were both in preschool together but like I never had a crush on him I always just like saw Zach as like one of my best friends but we would get married like every day (laughs) like every single day at preschool we'd just get married and like in my head I just had it where I was like I don't like him but one day I'll probably will and we'll just get married because our moms are best friends oh
0: my god I, I, I like was
1: convinced that until like fourth grade and then i was like shit no that's
0: such a little kid thing too where it's like know, yeah, we're gonna get married one day we're gonna get married but then there's like you know the fucking like 13 going on 30 like yeah shit, where they actually get married which is like my
1: um, 13 was like the age where i was like i love boys like i Not had me. a boy craze moment when i was like
0: okay well let me let me retract that statement. It was, oh, yes, One Direction, but, like, actual well, voice? actual boys. No. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, oh, God, honey, I did, I don't know why. I, okay, so my thing that I've been doing lately is, like, kind of writing my own memoir where I'm just, like, talking about things of, like, this is how Ooh, I grew yeah. up and, like, Things that are going, okay, that things going on that was like funny in my life. Okay, Carrie
0: Bradshaw. What can I
1: say? <laughs> and I was like talking about how I started to like boys really young, and I was like, I don't know why, but I just had always had drama with boys. I just loved boys, and I was just like, you are that girl. <laughs> I was that girl. My like first like actual, I and it wasn't even an actual relationship, but like at that age, you're like, I don't have a relationship. It's so serious. I was like in sixth grade and I dated Dylan Ketter. And we dated for like a year or something like that because I was at a different school and he was at St. Clair's when I transferred. There's like so much drama about it because like he broke up with me at a football game because the middle schoolers like went over to this parking lot that was right adjacent to the football game. And we, they, like the boys would play football and the girls like, we all like gossip, there's drama and stuff going on. So it was always like a happy night. Yeah. And I remember the the night that it happened, like, Sam was like, Dylan needs you to walk with him. And I was like, what? And this bitch, like, we're just, we didn't even walk really anywhere. We just like took a couple steps and everyone's like watching us. And he's like, yeah, I I think we need to break up. And I was devastated, devastated. So I cried the entire football game. I had to go find my parents. And then when my parents saw me, they're like, what the fuck happened? And I was like, Dylan? And then my friend Erica came home with me, and she spent the night. And then in the morning we went and got hot dogs and cider at Fertas, which is like this greenhouse that doesn't exist anymore, but that always comes up on my time hop. Where it's Aww. like we went to Fertas that day with Eric, my mom, and Erica, and I. We went got hot dogs and apple cider because oh I was freaking heartbroken. this was my first breakup. And then after that, it just consistently turned into, like, daddy issues with boys, so. We all have it. It was fine.
0: Well, that's, like, you know, I'm in, like, my first, I would say, actual adult relationship. Yeah.
1: So, like. I mean, it just It'd it be happening In in retrospect I feel like the Relationship uh, that I'm in Is also like The first adult doll. Because all the rest Were just like They're just like Little kids shit Like I don't know It's like such a weird thing school. But it's like Once
0: you graduate Or it's like Even Liz's case Like she's fifth year It's like I don't know so I'm not fucking around yeah, and it's like no, bitch. Like Liz and I, we want a porch. We want like a dog. I want a porch and dog want, and cat. I want a good. I want a good paycheck. I want to, you know, talk about granite countertops. Yes. And you know, somebody go to Home Goods with me. Yes. And you know, get that dick or pussy, whatever we decide. Personally, dick, but. <laughs> Loads your boat. like I want to get that consistently, and you know I want to talk about having kids, and I want so you go know, apple picking with me, yes, and all that like gay shit. We love, and
1: that's the thing though. Like everyone's always like, oh, you're know, simpin', like bitch, it's your girlfriend. You're not a simp. You're allowed to like. You better be fucking simpin' for me. You better be. <laughs> like I hate that shit. Like dude, seriously, we're going back to like, oh, you like your girlfriend? Like yeah. Surprise! I don't
0: know what else to say. You're like wait. Oh yeah, I'm supposed to hate Boom!
1: <laughs> Here we are.
0: America. <laughs> Throwback. But yeah, and also, um, we wanna remind you guys that you asked for it, so you better fucking show up because we're doing weekly spooky
1: episodes of October. So it's gonna be so fun, but also a lot of horror. Well, I think the first one should just be like personal accounts, yeah, but like, spooky, oh, yes. like Okay. Oh, I have them all drafted. Oh, same. Don't worry, I have them all down. Oh, like all four episodes? Oh no, no, no! I meant like all the stories I'm gonna tell about that
0: shit. Oh. I got a lot, unfortunately. Yeah. I figured. I I have one to tell that's like actually really interesting that I just found out about. The talked to my grandma. Um, it goes back to Catholicism. Woo! Somehow. Yeah, see. But I figured like that, that fucking would bitch just, is everywhere. That will just be like Liz's spotlight episode,
1: and then I grew up in a very historic place, and my neighbor's house is 100 years old. So, like, that says everything it needs to. And then the the ups and downs of that will be, you know, like, um,
0: I have some, you know, for about, about Ohio State, and I have some for Belmont County, Toledo, Columbus. Belmont has
1: a shit ton, actually. Yeah, they were, it was actually the easiest ones to find. It's very easy. There's, like, all the Haunted Ohio books, there's always at least, like, two from Belmont. Just saying. You know, we're a very haunted place.
0: But remember to follow us at Pod. Please talk to us. We're lonely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We're lonely. Like and give this, you know, five-star review. Yeah. And, you know, if you have a dog, cat, fish,
1: gecko. Anything. Bunny. Hamster. Please send us pictures. We love that shit. Let
0: us sit for your pets.
1: I'm always a simp for <laughs> All
0: right, well, stay simple. <laughs> yeah, stay simple. Bye.